Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It seems to me our friend Michael Wilbon is cast as the measured voice of reason in any incarnation he finds himself, whether that be on ESPN, ABC, or Pardon the Interruption. Michael joins us on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4GLTE. Good morning, Mr. Wilbon. How are you? Gentlemen, I, I'm good. I warn you in advance. My voice has decided it's mid-June. It's later than the NBA Finals usually end, and it is taking a vacation, even though we're still covering the finals, so I apologize about how I hey, You know, understood. Michael, you sound fine. I thought that David Stern was auditioning, maybe, to replace Tony on when Tony's on vacation. He was, he was fixing for a fight with you last night, and uh, you were just trying to get through the interview was i right um no i think what happened was and it's funny that you mentioned that david said something like how about how he sounded or something i just think we've known each other so long he yeah. likes to as he calls it a little wrestling right, right. And, and so it's it, if you have like 12 minutes it's fun to do because you can go back and forth a little more when yeah. you have like six minutes yeah. it, it's just you can't really do it because it'll just look bad, and everybody will say, "Well, what, you know, why were you guys antagonistic?" And it wasn't that at all. He was in a great mood. I thought he gave a couple of answers that surprised me, and I would like to have followed up on more. Like he, he's done with the, you know, you guys know this. David has railed against the conspiracy talk. Oh yeah, for years, right? And la- last night I said to him, "Come on, there was a time where you you went crazy." He goes, "I know. Well, what am I supposed to do now?" And it was like he was resigned. I, I was really surprised at that and um i think it was more that he was in a a, more of a playful mood but um you know he had a couple of things that i that i was uh, a little surprised about and i wish it could have gone longer do you think officials who are working individual games know what's best for the nba and if the answer to that is yes does it matter yes i do think they know what's best and yes if they listen to them this has been a very difficult year for the officials and um for a lot of reasons. One, the compressed schedule. I talked to a couple of guys. It's killed them physically. Mm. I mean, just think about this. If the, if the best athletes in the world are challenged, and the, the, the level of basketball this year has been, you know, it's been a, at best a six and usually a four. Well, these guys are in their 20s. Right. What it, how do we think the officials are going to respond to this physical demand? And um, the, But I think that intellectually, yes, I think they – you know, just from talking to referees, and you guys know re- the referees who live in the area where you are, and, and you may disagree with me, I think they do. And I think sometimes the league ought to lean a little more heavily on them for, for their expertise. And, yes, just because they're having a bad season doesn't mean they don't know what's best for the league when it comes to what they do and what they're expert at. Michael, can, can you have, uh, espouse a theory as to how LeBron James can play that hard, that aggressively, that dug in on defense – and get no fouls called on him. And shouldn't Durant well, be off, offered that, afforded that same sort of superstar treatment if such a thing exists? Yeah, we know it exists. And um, I'd have to look at – I'd have to go back and literally look at the game and just pay attention to what LeBron did. We, 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 we've seen great players have that happen where you go, wait a minute, how can this guy – you know, people would say that about Michael Jordan. How can Jordan right. play this long and this hard and have two fouls? And, I, you know, it, it could have been a, a, a bad night – 
just simply a bad night for the way LeBron James was called. But LeBron also, as we know, is is just physically superior. He he can his he can control his body in ways that even the other great players cannot in terms of avoiding contact and that sort of thing. And and also superstar treatment was surely in effect. And Durant, it, 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 people have to earn it. And earning it in the NBA means, in the culture of this league for 60 years, so longer than any of these officials have been around, is seniority. And you get it when you've been a great player over time. And Durant had a couple of fouls called last night that, in my opinion, should not have been called. Agreed. Right? I agree. Hey, do you feel, Mike, uh, it's three games in, obviously 2-1 Miami. they got a couple more home games here. Does it feel like it's not the Thunder's time yet that we're looking at a team that's going to win titles, just not this year? Or is it yeah. too, too early to that's say that? That's exactly the way it feels to me. It, it, it's, it is too early to say it because if they go 2-2, I think we're looking at a seven-game series. Right. And obviously, Jerry, as you know, in this format, you know, with this 2-3-2 format, it really, really, really favors the home team if they get back home down 2-3 even. They've got two home games. Up 3-2, they're really, you know, in a, in a great position. And it's do I see Miami winning all three of these home games? No, I don't. So it means the series would go back to Oklahoma City. But I still feel like, you know, you have to – every great player except Magic Johnson in the last, I don't know, 35 years has been crushed, you know, usually in the finals, but certainly conference finals, finals, multiple times even. Even, you know, the great Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, they were crushed. Akeem Olajuwon, the David Robinsons, Hall of Fame players, the Dream Teamers, before they broke through. Well – I, I don't get the sense that Oklahoma City has, you know, sort of um, gone through that rite of passage yet. We know Miami's been through that. And LeBron yeah. James personally has been through that twice already. And I feel like they, they, that, they're go, that, that Miami's sense is, oh, no, no, no. We're not going to have that happen again. Hey. It's awful to go through that for an entire offseason. And I don't know that Oklahoma City is playing – with that hate to lose right. sort of mentality, I agree a hundred percent. But you know, and you know what? For the next two days, everyone who mentions that Miami's up two one to them, to everyone, you you're going to say, just like last year, you know, up two yep. one at home, right. just like That's last right. year, and it didn't even go seven. That's right, and you know these 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 stats. I mean, there's some of these things out there that I just I hate the tyranny of statistics, which have taken over the culture of sports, but. I know I went into last night's game thinking, you know what? This game three winner, it must be statistically so overwhelming. And it's like 86% yeah. the game three winner in this format wins the series. But if it goes 2-2, and of course, Oklahoma City is now facing a must-win situation tomorrow night. If it goes 2-2 and they can get that thing back home where they have really, really a home court advantage, I don't want to decide this yet, but but to answer that question, yes, it feels like to me that Miami's taking control of the series. Michael Wilbon, would merely winning a ring change LeBron's legacy to what he wants it to be, or does he have to win it in a certain way, i.e. a clutch performance in crunch time and a heroic shot type of thing? Well, I don't think he has to have a heroic shot, but I think I think he has to probably win multiples. But to get there, you got to start with one. I mean, this is a league where the greatest players of all won multiples, except, you know, what is amazing about this, you know, when people talk about the greatest players, you know, Elgin Baylor and Oscar Robertson, Oscar won one, Jerry West won one. Mm. But sort of in this modern NBA, in this last, you know, 
since the Magic Bird era, and that's how I generally define the modern NBA. The greatest players have won multiple championships, and I think LeBron is going to be judged that way. I asked Magic if that was fair, and Magic says, yes, it is fair, because one player in the modern NBA disproportionately affects the game. Now, I don't think he has to hit a last-second shot, a dramatic shot, a signature shot. He is dominating. He is the best player in this series, with all due respect to Durant, who's a better shooter and a better scorer. LeBron, 14 rebounds last night. Mm. I mean, he is... He is, he is, he's the best player out there. He is in a bird, magic, Jordan, Olajuwon, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal place right now. And I think if he just continues to do that and puts his head down and plays this way, I think then his, his reputation and legacy will be fine. I, I don't, they can't blow this. You know, they've got to right. lead now and they've got to finish the deal here or he's going to have to live through another sort of, just sort of sad winter. And I, I bet you the truth, I like LeBron James too much to see him go through that. It's like seeing Phil Mickelson go through it years ago. I just want that storyline to go away. I'd love to see LeBron James win a championship. So we just so that storyline, that card is taken out of the deck, if you will. Ultimately, if that indeed happens, which would mean the, the, the Thunder lose, will Scott Brooks look back at last night's game and in particular the decision to when Durant was out with four fouls pull Westbrook out as well, maybe for even disciplinary reasons or because he wasn't liking exactly how he was playing. But might he look back and say, that's where we lost a game we should have won and thus a chance to win a title? Well, I know Magic and John Barry think that. They were definitive about that right. lifetime. I thought game two was the game they would go back and say, wow, what, what are we doing losing this game? Mm. Why are they so falling so far behind? You're at home. You've got this tremendous advantage at home. But, but yeah, I mean, listening to the guys I sit with who play the game, they were like, you, you have to put Westbrook back in the game there because you're getting nothing from James Harden. If you're getting a big game from James Harden, you don't have to put Westbrook back, but you've got to assess your entire roster right. and what the situation calls for. Again, watching the game in live time, this is not second guessing. This is two guys who know the game real well saying, ah, 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 this is a critical juncture. They're blowing it. So I, I'm forced to go along. I'm still looking at the two games. One is on the road, one is at home. You have a tremendous advantage. I thought game two, people just sort of let them slide. And I was pretty critical. I didn't like the way they played game two. Um, I liked better the way they played last night. But once again, they're a team that's never been through this now facing a must-win tomorrow right, night. Right. Hey, and Mike, um, in the offseason or before, uh, in, during the lockout, there was talk about a possible Rondo for Russell Westbrook trade. Yeah. If that had happened, would Oklahoma City be better off right now? Yes, I think so. Would and Durant would Durant guys. be getting the ball, you know, in the yeah. place where he's supposed to get it more often? Well, think about this. Durant in this series, and I hope I'm I think I'm right here, has gone twelve for twenty, twelve for twenty two, and eleven for nineteen. These are extraordinary shooting percentages when you're playing a lot of the game against LeBron James. Right. It's extraordinary shooting percentages. Well, why is he only getting nineteen shots or twenty shots? Why isn't he at a Kobe-like number of 26 or 28 shots. Why, seriously, why not? That's a great point, yeah. And because they, he's so efficient. Like, he's not a high-volume shooter. Why not? And that's because they don't have a natural point guard. Russell Westbrook is a converted two-guard. He's a guy who was a star shooter, star scorer himself, an L.A. kid who liked the spotlight and liked having that responsibility of him taking and making right. the shots himself. And so now he's forcing this role where he's a point guard. Well, he's not natural at it. He's damn effective a lot of times, but he's not natural. 
And to me, you know, I, I want to see Durant a, a greater part, um, more involved, more shots in a, in a typical NBA superstar role. If you're making them, you better keep taking them, and that's not the way Oklahoma City plays. That's a great point. He's 35 for 61. He's 9 for 22 on three-pointers, and rarely are they wide open, even the three-pointers. He's got someone in yeah, his well, face. When do, we say, when do we say, oh, my God, this guy's on a roll? Well, he doesn't really get on a roll as much as we're used to seeing the great players get on because they, they played it. Now, look, it's worked for them. They're in the NBA Finals. I mean, if they win this series, I mean, people can say, hey, shut up with right. this observation. But – if they lose, you know, we're going to look at this and say, why isn't Kevin Durant, why isn't he having some nights where he is 17 for 28? Why isn't he afforded that opportunity? I'll bet, you know what, you won't hear the Westbrook for Rondo talk anymore. No. Rondo has just played his way to uh, almost untouchable. Have you heard anything, Mike, about, about Garnett? Is he coming back? Is he coming back to play for we, Doc and nobody else? We, we, we have not, I have not been hearing that because I think, so much of it goes to how they feel in the summer. Yeah. And granted, free agency doesn't start at the end of the summer. I think it is pushed back a tiny little, maybe not even pushed back at all. But I think there are going to be other teams after Kevin. And I think this is about his life more than his basketball. Now, he may decide, look, I, I only want to play there and I only want to play for Doc. But let, I want to see, if, it's hard to say no when somebody's saying, you know, you can be closer to home, you can play for a contender, you can play, you know, you can have this situation carved out to suit you. A custom tailored fit. Do you want to do that, or do you want to sort of start ease into retirement? I, you know, Kevin Garnett doesn't seem like an ease into retirement guy to me, from what little, from what I know of him. But I think there are going to be some competing entities for his services, and I, I think it's easy to look at it now and say, oh, here's what he's got to do, but I want to see what happens when he has choices. And, Michael, final question for me. Uh, to what extent were you able to multitask last night and keep one eye just occasionally looking at the U.S. Open golf? Not at all? A little bit. Oh, please. You think he wouldn't miss that? He's, he's like Dr. He's Rivers. working. <laughs> In, entirely. I multitasked entirely. Thank God for multiple TVs. Yeah. Uh, the clicker. I, I was with, uh, I, and, and I, you know, Charles Barkley and I sat, together for a great amount of time and we had an eye on the game and an eye on a monitor i mean there's no reason you can't do that anymore um i'm, I'm surprised at the number of people it's a great question by the way who say oh i i can't i couldn't watch golf basketballs or, or vice versa i'm like what what do you what is this 1967 you got two eyes <laughs> that's right you got to stand up and go across the room and change the channel i you know so i watched um I'd, I'd like to think I saw every play of both. It, it, it didn't look like a fun time out of, out of the Olympic club to me. It, it looked like just, you know, you didn't see many smiles, even from, well, at the winner at the end. Wow. But beyond I that. Mean, it, it is, it, it, you know, you know how those guys consider it a torture chamber. Yep. And it's part of the reason why they want every other course to be easy the entire season. They, 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 they say, okay, we understand we have to go through this at the U.S. Open. We don't want to have it happen anywhere else. And uh, it's just like, wow. I mean, it's, it's, I know it humbles them on some level. I, 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 just, I think it's a great thing to watch. I don't want Augusta to turn into that, and they tried to do it a couple of years ago, and it failed. But it's okay to have it this one time a year, and I just I, I enjoy watching it, and I wasn't going to miss it. I know this. The NBA, the NBA executives, they were not unhappy at all that Tiger Woods had blown uh, up before yeah. their game came on, yeah. and they didn't have to deal with him down the stretch. And I expect their ratings, uh, they enjoyed some rating success because of Tiger uh, taking a bow out. I would have liked to have seen them play the game at 3 o'clock. Then, then, then 
see what the ratings would look like by themselves, well, the stage you know, to themselves. It wouldn't look as good. I, I know that they've determined, and you know that's that's as much art. That's that's the media industry. That's TV um, dictating that because they they want to maximize you know the number of eyeballs and advertising dollars. And at three o'clock, you just don't have the the, the eyeballs that you have at nine o'clock, and particularly in the um, in the cent- in the Midwest and in the West. You're just not going to have those people watching that early in the afternoon. So they're not going back. I mean, this is the thing we're stuck with. Uh, Michael Wilbon, thanks for taking the time. We appreciate you uh, babbling through your scratchy voice. A little tea and honey, and we'll be watching tomorrow night. Lots of tea and honey. I, I appreciate it. It's good being with you guys. Our pleasure. Thanks very much. Michael Wilbon with Dennison Callahan on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE. With speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G, AT&T, rethink possible. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.